Welcome to another episode of the Luke Humphrey Running Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Humphrey, and our mission is to help you maximize your training through a blend of science and practicability. So let's get going. All right, guys, welcome back. I just wanted to go over something pretty quick, could be a short, short one for us today, but I'm looking at an article. You guys know my one of my favorite websites is uh, mysportscience.com, and i uh, just had a recent post on there about high carbohydrate and overtraining symptoms, which I think is important because I think a lot of people uh, will tend to confuse uh, being in the state of cumulative fatigue versus just not having enough fuel for their for their bodies, right? And so, uh, just an interesting study that he did in 2004. He's kind of re rehashing that so he there's two charts on here and I'll, I'll link the I'll link the uh, page in the in the notes here uh, but uh, but in any case so basically looked at, at uh, uh, a group of runners and trained them from they did basically 11 days of, of fairly hard training so you kind of have to put in a little bit of perspective so you know I think a lot of you training for a marathon would say that you train pretty hard over 11 days straight right so we run you know six days a week for the most part and uh you know three workouts so over 11 days you're talking four or five workouts and then a lot of easy running in there too so i think a lot of you would consider it i think i would agree i think you would fall into that that hard training like you're we know you're not going to do a workout every single day but you're putting in work every single day um, so I think it's important to notice that. So 11 days of intensified tra- of ele- intensified running is, uh, has a marked effect on performance. So by 11 days, uh, they saw a significant uh, decrease in performance. And a lot of this was affected by uh, the carbohydrates. So uh, from a week out to 11 days out, they started really tracking what kind of uh, performance. So let's put this in perspective. So by um, in 11 days out, they were seeing uh, roughly an 8% per performance, percent decrease in performance. And that was based on uh, low carbohydrates. So 5.4 grams per, carbo, uh, per kilogram of body weight. They, that would show them to be give them almost an 8% decrease in performance. So the chronic lower carbohydrate diet and then versus a higher carbohydrate diet, which is 8.5 grams per kilogram of body weight, they only saw a decrease of about 2.5%. So, um, and this is an intensified period. So they kind of they kind of rationed it off as being like at a training camp or something, which most of you aren't. But the point I think is that over an extended period of time, that chronic low carbohydrate is going to decrease performance. So I see this a lot, especially when people start uh, increasing their mileage, going from kind of doing a base plan and just kind of running for fun and then getting into a structured plan or something that, you know, a lot of times what I'll see with the Hanson's Marathon Method is they'll, they'll jump into the schedule and it's significantly more than what they've done in the past. And so they automatically assume that they're tired because of cumulative fatigue. And in reality, it's way too early to be in cumulative fatigue, but the, the, they're really probably feeling something more along these lines where they're just not getting enough carbohydrate in per day. So uh, let's just take a look at my notes. So, so they're saying that um, 
it makes some re re repeated days of hard training result in accumulation fatigue, which I don't think is any big surprise to, to anybody here. But then it, they say also that it makes things that would be easy much more difficult, which again, you know, hard training is going to make your, you see this a lot too, you're, you're getting into the point where early on in the season, your easy days are, you're ripping right along and you're running very, you're running very well. And then you get to a point after a few weeks of workout, you're like, oh my gosh, my easy runs are slower. You know, why is that? And so no, that's part of it. Part of it is just the training process. But even with, within seven days, uh, athletes can feel the symptoms of overreaching, which we've talked about in the past. Overreaching is not necessarily a bad thing, but you don't really want to go much beyond that. Once you go beyond that, you're talking into uh, overtraining type of situation, and, and then you're talking about needing significant time off. Overreaching, um, especially when you get just before the taper, isn't a bad thing because that's almost a state you want to be in, That's and that's really kind of cumulative fatigue. Um, but then we pull it back on the taper, and then you actually increase your performance. All right, so they took two groups of runners, same training period, and they did that twice. And so randomly received two diets. One was uh, uh, 5.4 grams of kilogram, 5.4 grams of carbs per kilogram of body weight per day. So um, this would be the kind of a normal endurance diet. So you're looking, probably fell in that 50 to 60% um, daily, daily calories. And then they took another group, 8.5 gr uh, grams of carbohydrate per kilogram, uh, per day so significantly more and even but even the higher carbohydrate diet was uh, what they found was the higher carbohydrate diet preserved performance and mood much better than um, the lower carbohydrate diet so I showed I described uh, their one their first chart and you can take a look at that if you uh, follow the links there but then the second chart they have actually shows 11 days and you have a significantly uh, increase in the decrease of mood so they felt worse over the course of 11 days and so their mood was their mood had bigger mood disturbances things like that so um, you see that a lot too you get you kind of get that uh, you know that hangry feeling or you're just kind of in a grumpy mood just because you've been training hard but some of that is actually coming back from um, from not having enough carbohydrates so um, a lot of you are probably hearing that 8.5 grams a day um, is, is a lot but my, my concern would be that I don't think a lot of you are even getting that 5.4 grams per, car, uh, per kilogram of body weight per day. I, I just don't. I just, knowing the, what people talk about on the Facebook group and some of my athletes and stuff, I just know that they're, they're not necessarily getting those things in during their training. Uh, but then it, but the, the, the problem with that is that they, they want to blame the training, which it is, part of it is the training. The training is causing the depletion in the carbohydrate, but it's, the, it's your responsibility as a runner, my responsibility as a runner, to replace what I'm burning, right? So I know people get all, they know, I don't want to go high carbs, but regardless of how well you burn fat, um, you're still burning a lot of carbohydrates. So uh, you need to make sure that you're replacing that and you just uh, overall will just, just feel better. So just looking at my notes here, so I would say that a lot of athletes I see will be are really in this state um, and really before I want them to be in this state um, again I, I think a lot of people tend to be in this in this kind of um, mood disturbance and decreased performance way too too soon and I think instead of just jumping the gun and saying that hey I'm overtrained this is what I would I would look at I mean I would look at you know Matt my Matt my fitness has uh, great tools for free where you can actually just you know I don't want I'm not a big fan of tracking calories for long periods of time but 
if you get into this stage and say you're following the the advanced marathon plan and it's an 18 week plan you still have eight to ten weeks to go and you're feeling like your your performances are decreasing this is one of the first things that i would look at and so we could get a grasp on that and and the, and the nice thing is if we can we, if we see this early enough we can fix it early enough too this isn't a hard fix right we can get those carbohydrates in rebuild what you've what you've depleted and you'll feel better performance will start coming back around if you give it a week or so i i, I would be safe to bet you would feel a hundred times a hundred times better than what you were feeling um, and that's the big thing that i want people to recognize is cumulative fatigue is is a state that i want you in but it's how we get there so i want you to be tired but i also want it to be from the training itself and not added things that we're doing right so by not eating not not replacing the fuels that were needed and so there's a big difference between between that so um just so you know i'm kind of reading through here a little bit but a diet of you know they're saying that if i a diet of 5.4 grams is very common uh carbohydrate intake for endurance and other athletes a high carbohydrate condition consisted of 8.5 grams high but not extreme because they often see um, people taking in 10 grams of per kilogram per day uh, and, and that's a lot 10 grams per kilogram is a lot but uh, um, and you got to understand too that uh, they're looking at pretty highly trained athletes so okay, you take you extrapolate that out to say a four hour in a marathoner I'm not necessarily worried about the 8.5 but I am worried that you're not getting the 5.4 because that's where I see a lot of the people who want to avoid the carbohydrates um, or want to be burning fat but kind of fail to recognize that the two go the two go hand in hand, and you're going to burn um, you're going to burn more fat if you have the carbohydrate to kind of supplement it too. And it's how where that fat is. So if like if you want to use fat as a fuel, that fat has to be coming from intermuscular sources. So fat stores within the muscle. So if I'm carrying a lot of fat around my midsection, that's not necessarily being used right away. So we the only way the fat is really used if it's close to the source that needs to be. Um, to be utilized. There's an old saying that you, you can't spot train fat. Um, you know, it's you can't do crunches and ex just expect your core to, your your stomach to go down because that's not it's just not how the body actually works. So, um, so you have to be careful of that. So I know that there's and people want to kind of go down that road and it's always a it's always a pushback on on some things. But uh, I think that you know if you recognize it, if you can keep those carbohydrate. And I'm not you know there's a and there, you go down that road too of where. Uh, we're talking about quality carbohydrates. So on our diets, we're talking fruits and vegetables, um, high fiber foods. We're talking about not necessarily things that are going to um, cause us to put on a lot of weight, like a Snickers bar or Gator, a ton of Gatorade or something like that. Those, those are sugars. Carbohydrate is a form of sugar, but it's not the same. They're not all created equal, right? So uh, the things that we, we can't be afraid of good quality carbs. And even in you know, training some, there is, a, there is a place for the things like the Gatorade. So we just have to recognize where those places fit and what the good carbohydrates are, are actually doing for us. They're providing those fuel, they're providing um, replacement. They're gonna allow us, you know, you know, they're gonna allow us to actually burn more fat because if we can do more easy running, we can actually, and through a good quality aerobic training, like a, like a good quality marathon training plan, you're actually boosting the ability to burn that fat because we ultimately will get to a point where we're kind of in a semi-depleted state of carbohydrates. And so the body will just naturally become better at burning burning fat because it'll start 
pocketing those stores within the muscle, which then means it can be broken down and utilized by the muscle, right? So we're not we're, we're taking we're making it easier for the body to burn fat, and that's what we ultimately want. So um, I'm not saying go all the way up to the 8.5 grams, but I would be curious to see how many people are actually getting that number of 5.4 grams per kilogram per day. And all you would need to do is um, take your 5.4 uh, divide your body weight in pounds by um, 2.2 and that will get you your body weight in kilograms so you could just take 5.4 times that number and that's what you should be getting so I think for a lot of endurance athletes you're gonna see something where it's like uh, you know anywhere from probably 250 up to 400 grams of carbohydrates a day and I can already tell people are gonna be like oh I don't there's no way I eat that much right and so um, it's a struggle to get up to that point so then what I would do is I would actually kind of look at what you're eating on a regular basis. And like I said, use that something like a MyFitnessPal or whatever um, you have access to and just kind of track what you're eating. Don't change what you're eating, just track what you're eating and see where you fall in that. And you can kind of, you can see where you actually are in that. And if you are always feeling fatigued, kind of grumpy and those types of things and performance is either stale or going down, but you're not even close to being at the peak training yet, I would look at that and, and see where you can improve those things where maybe are you, maybe you're skipping breakfast, maybe you're not getting a couple snacks in during the day, you know, those types of things. Those things are maybe things that we can work on that are easy things, or we're not practicing during our long runs, we're not practicing our fueling during tempos. Maybe those are simple things that we could add in that are gonna boost that carbohydrate and provide, um, this just not mindless eating either. It's, it's, it's um, uh, targeted to what we're actually trying to accomplish with with our training so and uh, if you are pretty grumpy that might actually have the people around you feel a little bit better too so if you don't do it for yourself maybe do it for the people around you so but in any case I just wanted to point that out because I see that so many times and the thing is that people want to come back and they want to say oh I'm just overtrained it's too much mileage uh, this or that and truth is it might be something as simple as not giving the body the fuel because you can see it it'll take an effect within a pretty short period of time. So if you've just ramped up your miles, you've just started ramping up your marathon training and all of a sudden things are not going very well, this is an easy thing that you can look at by yourself and kind of make a determination of where, where you're standing. So just wanted to, to discuss that really quick. Again, I will link this in the, in the notes and uh, you can take a look at it for yourself. But uh, I thought that was a, a very quick and easy thing to, to look at. Um, if you are feeling a little bit fatigued. So, all right, I will talk to you all later. Have a great rest of your week. And uh, I did just want to let you know that, um, you know, we are taking athletes. I know it's a tough time maybe to ask for people to sign up for coaching, but uh, if you are interested in coaching, I just wanted to let you know that our three main levels are uh, bronze, silver, and gold levels of coaching. You do get those for the first two weeks free. Um, and that allows us to get all your information, talk to a coach, get you set up, and then try it out for a little while and see how you like it. Um, so you, you would, if you signed up for coaching today, you wouldn't be billed until um, you know, two weeks from now. So just wanted to point that out. You can go to lukehumphreyrunning.com slash coaching, and you can check those out. Um, it wouldn't be in effect for the run club, but this, the bronze, silver, and gold levels of coaching that would that would uh, be in effect for. So uh, I hope you all are well. And again, have a uh, great rest of your week and talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Luke Humphrey Running Podcast with your host, Luke Humphrey. If you like our show and want to learn more, 
Please visit us at www.lukehumphreyrunning.com for blogs, podcasts, coaching, and training options. See you next time.